Hey everyone, I'm Dan, and the song that I have on repeat most often right now is Thunder by Imagine Dragons with Level Up by Sierra as a close second. Of course. Uh, my name is Andrew, and I've been having on repeat this week Break the Bond by Donnie McCaslin. And, and we're over it. So tell me about that song, because I've never heard it before. Okay, so first off, I got to, uh, I had the very good opportunity on Sunday to go see Donnie McCaslin, who's a really famous saxophone player, like New York guy, um, play at the Village Vanguard, which I had only been to like once before years ago. So I went with a friend, and we sat pretty close, got mm-hmm. to see it. They, the the whole band only played four songs the entire night, but it was just like an hour and a half of incredible music. And they opened up with the song Break the Bond, and it's just to see absolute masters of music just play and create and emote was... That's a big, masters of music. Oh, Donnie Caslin, I think, is one of the best sax players, just hands down, sure. that is alive right now, but also just like one of the, the on drums, he had this guy, Mark Juliana, who is a young guy, but one of the best drummers around. Uh, his bass player uh, played for Bowie. Sure. His uh, piano player is this guy, Nate Linder, I think is his name. Last name is Linder. Anyways, mm-hmm. this guy literally has a whole setup where he just creates sounds and all these loops live, and it's just so cool to watch this dude that looks like a chemist. Mm-hmm create it's very cool i had a really religious experience wow religious yeah, what made it religious just i i've been so railing against a lot of the things in the jazz world because against the machine against the machine <laughs> sorry god i wish i was rage against the machine i love rage against the machine but yeah no, i just I've, I've always been like kind of a little put out that the New York jazz world is so closed and so broy and so male dominated, and there's like which I still find hard to believe because yeah. you you don't I, I using I statements sure I wouldn't think that the male or the uh, the the jazz scene is so broy really is and it it's it stems from it being taught in our schools and now I want people to learn jazz in our schools but when it's taught at like a conservatory. That's when you get people who have access to money and have access to education mm-hmm. as a predominantly white men go to these places, not going to name drop because you know, I'm again, right. but to these places and they all move to the city right afterwards. And yeah. it's just this weird influx every year of just like broy dudes that it doesn't make it fun. But when you actually see people who are just incredible jazz and improvised music people perform yeah. and just put every part of them into what they're doing. Yeah. That's so different. And it's No, yeah, definitely. Because the, when I think of jazz players, I think of, you know, in high school and even in undergrad, you know, my friends that played jazz and mm-hmm. they were all in it to try and make it. You know what I mean? So I have that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's more of the image is like the struggling performer trying to, yeah. to get into a band or trying to get into you know, uh, an ensemble somewhere and really trying there's, to make it yeah. doing that. There's still a lot of that too. It's, it's, you know, I don't want to get even further cause you know, I could talk about this sure. for about 10 hours, but for me, the whole point of going to a school to learn a craft is to understand the basics. And when you leave, you then work on yourself so much so that you bring your personality, what you're doing, right? No matter what you're doing, like nobody does the same. Even if someone has the same training, no one fixes the car the same. Right. 
And it's kind of the same way with music. And it took me a really long time to find my voice. And mm -hmm. it's still evolving. And one of the things that I loved about Sunday was my friend and I, who were both, we went to undergrad together. Yeah. We are both musicians, freelance musicians in the city. We play with each other. We don't play with each other. We have a lot of experiences. When we were getting a nightcap uh, at Johnny's Bar, which I will always recommend Johnny's Bar. It's a really great dive club. Sponsor mm -hmm. us in the village. Um really close to village vanguard we were talking and he and i were both like but that didn't seem outrageous like sure i feel like in two years i could do that and we were both talking like yeah like like that what that was the first time i've been to a concert in a long time where i was like oh yeah i could do that yeah which was so cool even though they were it really felt like we were watching masters i didn't i didn't get like the anxiety sweats i was just like enjoying it so what about i don't want to take all the time no yeah yeah me. what what about what about thunder or imagine dragons gets you i mean we're gonna go into a deep dive about this later so i don't want to talk about it too much but i've just been thinking a lot about things that have happened in the past and whatnot and there are certain songs that are so melodic that it almost puts you in a reflective state sure and for me that song does that right sure. and so when that song is playing my mind kind of shuts off and it allows me to utilize a part of myself that i don't too much to be creative to think sure um it kind of gets me into a different zone it's one of those songs where when nobody else is watching, you feel like you can be yourself when you're listening to it. Yeah, I get you. You know? Yeah. And lately I've been thinking about what life used to be like and where we are now, right? Mm. So something that I'm over. Oh, yeah. Something the, that I'm really over bring, is bringing it, bring it. just the way technology has really changed so many things about where our generation came from and where people are coming in right now. Yeah. Can I tell you that I was on Instagram like yesterday mm -hmm. and somebody came across like my, uh, you know, the discovery page. Yeah. And so I clicked on the profile and they're like, Oh, check out my fans only page. And I'm like, for those of you that are not aware, fans only is a, subscription-based site where you can pay $10 to have access to photos, videos, you know, whatever that person is. Sure. You know, it's kind of like Patreon, but like very seedy. Like if you're on fans only, you're probably doing something sexually promiscuous. I mean, that's my first thought was was porn. Yeah, and that's where a lot of porn actors are doing it. And I'm, I'm actually interested to see what that's doing to the porn industry. Sure. Because now you have somewhere where you can film your own content mm -hmm. and post it and then you're generating this monthly income and that's how the porn sites get income is because sure. folks are paying those monthly subscriptions you know what i mean you know i will say uh, we can keep going yeah. to subscription only because because that bugs me too because i follow a bunch of you know good looking people on instagram and they're like swipe up for my i'm like no you give away just enough for me <laughs> But you realize that the porn industry has been adapting forever. Sure. So I feel like the porn and and honestly, I still think that I mean I've never I've never subscribed 
to porn because sure. I didn't even start watching porn until it was basically all free anyways because I kind of came late to that yeah. game. So I still feel like there is something with exclusive content or at least in your mind you're like, I am paying $15 a month for this site. It's going to be the best of the best. Right. Especially if you get into some niche shit, that's the best of the mm-hmm. best. But what – I mean aren't there any moderators in this? Is this also – I've never – done like sure. a, an exclusive thing is this also like someone it's an instagram exclusive place no it's anybody can do it, it doesn't oh, matter okay. whether or not you're on instagram it's just that a lot of people because an instagram you can swipe up and go to whatever le- website they have linked oh okay okay because i never swiped up because i'm like i'm not doing that no right <laughs> and so if you and I, I don't have a fans only account i am not you know i'm not one of those people but it's just so interesting because when I was 18, 19, I wasn't thinking about doing that. Like, I feel like... I wasn't branding myself. Right. I wasn't... Like, even... The, even let's, get, look, let's get away from the, uh, the porn industry and all of that stuff for a sure. second. I guess people were doing it on MySpace and Facebook back then, but this influencer status and the commercialization of yeah. social media... Yeah. It's... I feel like I don't know why, but yesterday was kind of just a a dawning moment for me because it's not something that I grew up with, but since I've been, you know, maturing as an adult, sure. So it's something that's been introduced. Yeah. And so I'm used to it now, but when I think about where I was and how much things have changed, it was it's just been shocking. Yeah, and also, didn't you tell me that this person was 20 years old like what how yeah interesting is a 20 year old's life really unless they're fabulously wealthy even then i don't want to watch someone drive a ferrari who's 20 right. like i i would much rather watch guy fieri eat right. food um well no, no, no. <laughs> i can't say that but yeah this this kid he's 20 years old he posts pictures about his car and he posts pictures of his uh his partner and for those of you that know i generally only fo- unless i know you in real life i'll probably only follow you if you're identify as queer because i like to support sure you know queer. otherwise you don't know her right literally because there's so many straight people that are pretending to be queer you know what i mean wait that's not for pre- sorry not pretending to be queer oh. but they post pictures that are suggestive oh at, like I see. you know what i mean like the bodybuilders that are oh. like most bodybuilders don't post those pictures and then you'll see like them shout out their like wife in their instagram story and i was like you're pandering to a queer audience right yeah and we don't need any of that so i will only follow you if i know you or you have something to do with like the queer world i.e sure. like you're a content creator in terms of like creating games or short films or something like that or you're like an like a queer olympic athlete like sure. we just had a i can't remember what his name is but um a soccer player come out as gay and people are talking about it and i was like oh yeah i'll follow that account because yeah. i want to show support solidarity for that yeah i mean actually if it makes you feel any better i don't follow any bodybuilders on instagram either mm-hmm. um anybody that shows a selfie of themselves in the mirror with her shirt off yeah guy or girl listen you probably just took the nastiest shit of your life i don't like you should wash your phone and not stop taking fucking pictures in the bathroom <laughs> like you're in there for one reason and one reason only 
It's to pass the meal you had pass eight hours the ago. Meal you had. Stop taking pictures of yourself. No <laughs> one gives a fuck. That's so funny though when people post those memes and like they catch something in the background. Oh my That's god, there's like, a, there's, like a, there's like a sex toy or right. like a shit in the toilet. Yeah. Those, those are my favorite. Those are hilarious. But even um, even memes have evolved so much. Yeah. I remember when I became very hyper aware of memes, I had to explain to someone that it wasn't called memes. Oh, Ru <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race had a really funny little segment where somebody was like, oh, they're going to meme-meme the heck out of you. And people were like, meme-meme? <laughs> Girl, you old-fashioned. But, like, even even think about it. Like, remember the remember the little baby that was, like, the Justice Kids? Like, yeah, I did something yeah. great. Those, that was, those are gone. Those are gone. And now it's, like, some weird person eating cornflakes and be like, the face you make when your mom... Like, yeah. it's just you weird. And I'm like, I, I kind of get it, but some of the shit's... I mean, maybe we're just... I, I think that's just part of the thing. We are now eclipsing our adolescence completely, and yeah. we are fully moving into adulthood. Yeah. Because, not going to lie, I, I still do not understand these SoundCloud rappers. And I know... And I love music, and I love all types of music, and I represent a lot of... Or I administer for a lot of artists that are creators now and yeah. work with you know you know people like Cardi B yeah. and Ariana Grande and people like that that's a name drop yeah right but they are they I think are on the precipice of yeah this is modern and new and great and wonderful and then I hear dudes like Takashi 69 I'm like I'm sorry who invited you here this I is have not... no idea what you're talking about see or like Noah Cyrus like I have to know these things but I'm also like this is not and I don't, I don't, I don't poo-poo music. Yeah. I really don't. I always give it a huge chance. And also, shout out to fucking, um, shout out to Soldier Boy for yeah. literally being everyone's 2019. Yeah. He was everyone's 2005, and now he's coming back. Good for him. Right. I'm glad he got invited back, because that doesn't make, and but it makes me feel old. But not also, but also not old, but also old. I feel old. I feel old. I feel old. I feel. And this is another part of that conversation that I want to have in the, the deep dive. Which, for our Patreon members, you get... I, I want to call it, like... I know other places call it drunk dive. We call it deep dive. I'd be okay, like, deep waiting or drunk waiting. Because it's like a pool, and it just flows. I don't know. We'll get... We'll come we'll, back. We'll, <laughs> we're going to brainstorm a little but our, bit. But our Patreon members get access to this. So we bring up what right. we're going to say in the... If we bring up what we're going to say in the in the deeper dive. Right. That means that we're, we've had a few drinks. Mm -hmm. We're going to let it go. It's not going to be edited. So right. you're getting the uncut, mm -hmm. uncircumcised us. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I don't know about that. Ah. But... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, we we definitely have the the drunk the drunk cast the drunk dive all of that stuff. But I also like for us to do some strictly like this is the one topic we're talking about. We're really taking a a huge yeah. step in that direction. But yeah, if you subscribe, you'll have all of that joy to listen to and whatnot. All that ear candy. Um, but back to this fans only thing. Um, in I just it, not to say that people can't do it. No, sure, of course not. You know, yeah. listen, get your ten bucks how you need to get your ten bucks. Hey. Or fifteen or twenty, d depending on who some of these people are. Yeah. But it's just so interesting that the social conscience has developed in a way where people are doing this. Me, I'm still like. Back in that day, I never would have, like, 
10 years ago, I would never have thought to do that, one. Yeah. And two, I would have been scared to do that because yeah. if I did, I would be like, well, what if, some, what if my employer finds that? Or, yeah. you know, what if I want to go into politics or something like that? And yeah. that resurfaces, right? I mean, which is why I... I will never go into politics. My Twitter has a uh, lot of depressing things that I used to post in the, in, when I was 25. I mean, nothing rippy, rippy, stab, stab. But right. Like, you know, no one needs to look at that. Right. Other than the people that, the 180 followers I have, no one needs to look at that. It's, it's not even that, it's not even that worth it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, and it's also weird too, because you and I grew up with the, considerably the biggest technological jump in the United States. Because you think about it, we grew up with internet. Before that, there there wasn't internet. internet. Yeah. So we grew up in and and in our growing up lifetimes, there were cellular phones that became yeah. computers. And it's I can I can't even imagine someone who is eighty trying to trying to be like why yeah. does why does the Justin Bieber's yeah. have a have an exclusive only what is this you know? Yeah. And for us, it's it's disconcerting because. That's just so different. I, re- I, I remember Zanga. You remember Zanga? Yeah. I had some pretty dark shit in Zanga, but that was like, mm-hmm. that was before Blogspot. And then Blogspot right. became a thing. And now I think it's still kind of around. Do you worry about getting left behind? Part of me says yes, because that is inevitable. There is no such thing. I'm as already left it. behind. I don't know about this SoundCloud rapping business. Like, well, that's also that's also my job to know. Like, right, I have to know these things, and like, so I have to understand this medium. And also, even before when I worked right. uh, at another big tech tech firm, I had to learn how to use SoundCloud so that I could, you know. And also, as someone who's a content creator myself, I have to know how to use SoundCloud. Right, um, but I feel like. What's what differentiates our generation from our previous generations, like Generation X and and Baby Boomers and stuff, is that since we grew up with it, we will adapt easier. Right. Especially when it comes to new technologies, there is something like to this day, my parents still don't know how to how to rig up a DVD player. Oh, for sure. And I like we just know how to do that. I mean, yes, of course, the 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 future generations will be better at more computer things. Right. And it kind of comes almost standard, but I don't feel like I've had I've had almost no lag time when I switched uh, from Apple to to Android phones. Sure. Or I don't feel like I have too much of a lag because I I own a Mac and yeah. I at work I work on a PC and there's no lag because it's and I have to oftentimes switch between you know Google Sheets and then an Excel. Well, even just Googling, we grew up in an age where that, for that became Googling, the standard. It became a synonym for searching for something. Right. So I feel like it is inevitable that we will be left behind. Yeah. But it's not going to be as of a scary thing because we're already kind of ingrained because we learned how to type on computers. We right. learned how to do computers. We learned. I remember Encyclopedia Britannica online. Yeah. So I remember. Yeah, I remember using fucking different search engines before there was Google. Yeah. And I remember when they when I was in Ask Jeeves. I, yeah, Ask Jeeves. That was my favorite one because there was a little butler on it. That's the only reason I used it. Butler. I wish they had like an ask like Shonda or something. Ask Shonda. It's like where's like where's where's the hang tonight? And Shonda's like, it's on thirtieth and fifth. Like go there. <laughs> so it's Shonda Siri. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> so I will say, not to not to not not to sound too old, uh, but um, the amount of people that have Alexas in their lives. Oh. 
that guys this was written about by george orwell right in the 60s literally like and i don't get me wrong i have a google home and i know that, that they're not as popular but i i actually did a lot of testing for it when i right. worked at big tech so i like know yeah. how the system works and i prefer a lot of the features but even that i don't use it as much as almost everyone i know uses oh yeah it. people don't fucking use the light switch they're it's, just like oh hey alexa hey siri it's, it's, turn the light on it, turn the blue lights on turn the pink lights always on listening not to get too conspiracy but they're always fucking listening no yeah like that's that is the thing that scares me most right because already already the scariest thing that ever happened to me tech wise uh when i used to work at big tech uh it was right for thanksgiving and i had you know I was about year three at my job. I was yeah. great. I got an email from monster.com, and I had heard from those shady bitches since I was in grad school three right. years before. And I was like, Monster, get the fuck out of here. I have a job. Right. That afternoon, we were told we were being let go. And I'm sure that it was because something in the building picked up or something it read that uh, this was the name the list of people that were getting fired right and then smartly google was like that you're gonna need this now and i was like i was so scared after that i was i just it's it, that's that to me is frightening because yeah. i also blocked all my all that monster.com shit yeah because it was really unhelpful and not yeah. a good website for me at least that shit is scary man yeah the the what, what do they say about the 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 age of the rise of the machines? There the it is. Rise of the machine. Terminator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Skynet coming Skynet. through. Seriously. So what is there anything else on Instagram that you would say you're over? Because we're not sponsored by them. They're not gonna sponsor us. We're Does also Instagram, on Instagram sponsor anyone? I don't know. I don't think. They well, would they push themselves? No, they would push us. They're not going to. Maybe we'll get one of those little check marks. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the verified user. We are verified, yes. The Insta-verified. So many people use Instagram, and the influencers are so sought after for, like, advertising and whatnot. Sure. But who actually buys something from an influencer? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know Kim Kardashian and all those folks probably have sponsorship deals with Instagram or not Instagram oh. with um whatever products they're pushing with whatever products to push know, that on Instagram cuz Kimmy, Kimmy K, you know. Right. Hit us up. But if um if I'm on Instagram and I see somebody posting something that I would just never purchase on my own. Yeah. That's not going to make me watching a famous person do something does not make me want to go do it. Y'all should have learned that when they all told you to vote and nobody went to vote. Yep. Yep, not to not to sound again like old men, but <laughs> you youngins. And and okay, I know this also. Do you comes... remember that get the vote out campaign oh, yeah. when all of those like celebrities went out yeah. and it didn't change the voting percentage at all that year? Motherfuckers. So even I even don't even follow what I would consider influencers, but you know people that have over no a yeah thousand. And I mean some of these some of these uh, women I follow are so outrageously gorgeous i'm like you don't exist as a person or you must vomit up every meal that you do or whatever and all they do is take pictures of themselves at the gym and like this in this like workout clothing line that they're trying to sell and i'm like no one besides you is gonna fit into this mm -hmm. like i feel like if i bought the male version of this i would literally just look this like the stay 
Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man mm-hmm. from fucking Ghostbusters. Something that I'm over is how expensive it is to be healthy or to look good. It costs so much money to get a gym membership yep. most of the time. Yep. It costs um, damn it, me and these fucking ums. That's okay. Uh, I, I, edit, I, I spend time editing I most know. of them out. So I leave a few in if they're like, hey, it works really well and it, it's like a good flow. I don't cut all of them out. Don't worry. I listen to us and I love us. I appreciate you. You can keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> Just toss it in where it makes sense. The... What was I talking about? Oh, you're talking about how expensive it is to get healthy. So expensive to get healthy because you look at the cost of the gym membership, right? That's already... I pay $100 to go to my gym. Yeah. And the reason I pay $100, granted, it's also for it's also because of convenience, right? Because I sure. could pay the $10 to go to one Planet Fitness and none of the other ones. But, but then you have to compete with yeah. everybody else in New York that's only paying for that. Yep. And... So let's say, so I go to mine, $100 a month. Even so, if I go there at 5.30, 6 o'clock like I did today. Like we both did today. <laughs> packed. Gross. Had to wait for all of my weights, all that stuff. Yep. Even though I'm paying 10 times more than the people that go to Planet yep. Fitness. So already on there, if I'm not going to like $200 Equinox or something like that. Which, ugh. Which is still double what I pay. Yeah. Go, getting a personal trainer. Yep. At the minimum, probably gonna be, in, in New York. I'll say in New York, probably gonna be forty bucks an hour. Easily. Easily, if not forty forty bucks every thirty minutes. Yeah. Yep. And you want to get onto a diet? Yep. Guess what? You're gonna have to buy vegetables and all of these things at New York prices. Yep. I bought a bottle of olive oil that was almost nine bucks. Fucking olive oil. That's, but that's olive oil, though. No, olive oil should be like seven bucks. I don't know the import export of olive oil, and I pay the seven dollars at Trader Joe's for the like. But seven dollars is still not nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Right. And, you know, I I do a very good job of trying to, especially when I'm when I'm buying yeah. healthy food, I try to do the best job that I can with a cheap with with inexpensive raw ingredients that are you know right good enough could i do complete organic my wallet can't handle that the fact that we can't buy organic food everywhere at a reasonable cost is an, is a whole nother economic and and proximity issue and you know that's just the way of our world but i mean i finally learned i'm this many years old when i finally learned i can't wear cotton shirts to the gym because they'll smell because i sweat because i smell so you got to buy clothes right tell unless you go to like a factory like a nike factory also nike sponsor us i have a lot of nike clothes it's like that that's at least a 40 dollars shirt that you can wear once a week right. to the gym and for christmas people are like sportswear is very yeah very expensive all i asked for was workout clothes because i'm like i work out four and five days yeah. a week i'm running out of cotton clothes i'm ruining yeah. a lot of my shit you know that when i got a pair of sweatpants and two shirts and two shorts and that was fairly expensive yeah. for Christmas presents. Sure. Even and and there's often times that I keep kind of especially during the the low months for my gigging season. Yeah. I kind of um, I want to do intramural sports because I'm competitive. I'm not super super athletic, but I love trying. I love playing on teams and I just love being active when it comes to that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. 
replace all of that with board games and we're the same person i mean also that and board <laughs> games but you know because also also when i talk to non-musicians they're like oh yeah i'm in a kickball league i'm in a basketball league i'm in a this i'm like I could try one. You were literally that Pikachu meme. Going back to the memes, we're like, <laughs> me, I'm involved. Them, oh, I do all this stuff. Me, surprise face. Yeah, surprise Pikachu face. Uh, but just to get the correct shoes to play basketball yeah. at a non-professional, competitive intramural level, yeah, seventy-five dollars. Yeah, just for that pair of shoes, and I can't wear them yeah. anywhere else because. You know, I don't want to have feet issues. Like, yeah. I don't want to have it. Just and uh, the shoes that I got are knockoff Gucci. Oh my like god! Thirty dollar Amazon shoes. Fucking love them, uh-huh. but they're good for one thing: crying on the elliptical. Hey. I can't use them for anything else. Nothing else practical. So, just the stuff involved to get yourself to be to to be healthy. Yeah, is such a drag. So I. Man, I get it. And then having to, like, with these influencers. Yeah. If that was my job all day, to go to the gym, look good, I could see what Mar- how Marky Mark does it. Marky Mark wakes up at yeah. 2 in the morning, whatever, and does his workout, because that's his goddamn job. I would also love to know how much they get paid. Like, yeah. what is the exchange rate, or what is the marker? Sure that they utilize to pay out to those influencers. Like yeah. what's the difference between a hundred, five hundred, and a million followers? Sure. Like sorry, a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand yeah, and mean. then a million followers. Because I know I know for a fact, um, you know, not to not to delve back into what I do for a job, but one of the things I have to do is if if something that was not licensed correctly gets a certain amount of listens, which is 30,000, because that's when they start putting ads on on YouTube videos, I have to take that down. Because if you're making money and you didn't ask us, we're not making money, and that's not good. Right. So I I have to imagine that if you hit a certain marker, like if it has a little K next to your number of followers, because like 1K, I'm sure that's when you start on the bottom rung of like oh hey i'm a sports drink i want you know just like do this i'll give you 25 percent off and for yeah. every person that you recommend with this code you get like five dollars in your venmo or something or you know or maybe the swipe up is really how you make the money because it's not really prost- it's really not prostituting yourself if you're not having sex that's true and I'm sure not that I've ever looked into it, but it's still sex work. Yeah, still, and it's still, and it's still, it's still a reasonable profession. Yeah, I mean, definitely not. You're not going to hear either of us bashing sex work because that's no work. prostitution is the oldest profession in yeah. history, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime there was civilization, they're like, "Here's water. We can build a civilization." Up, oh, there's some prostitutes. Just... <laughs> well, it's more, it's more like women. <laughs> realize that an early you know early time in the history of humans yeah. that um they would be able to trade for resources sure. so if they for example if somebody wanted food or shelter or something like that then they knew that they could utilize themselves as a means of acquiring that yeah. And it was a very matriarchal society in that capacity because it was always them being in charge of 
you know, you can get this, but this is what you're going to give me. Yeah. The women setting the yeah. the standards for those trade negotiations, if that's what you could even call it, back in like 9 million BC or sure. whatever the hell sure. that is. I mean, I, I've, definitely, I've definitely known um, a few women that were in the profession and you know the ones the ones that 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 had a kind of nice situation said it was very empowering because to to see men just like grovel mm -hmm. was really empowering because it's it's unfortunately reversed in so many ways and right you know, and unfortunately that is not the case for why a lot of people do it a lot of people get into sex work oh for out of necessity yep. they wouldn't want to do it which you know that's this that's, is not heart goes out heart right goes out. absolutely but the, for those that do do it because they want to do it, yeah. live your best life. I yeah. wish you know you all the success and good on you. I mean, there is there is a woman in Korea that makes nine thousand dollars a month just eating food. Oh my god! And she just sets up these Dream giant goals. feasts and just eats for like an hour, and people pay money for that. Is it sexual? I'm there is a there is a feeder gainer fetish right if that's what you want to do if, if that's i think that's a pretty safe thing as long yeah. as as long as this person is taking care of themselves and you know w the person who's eating is taking care of themselves yeah. you know by all means and if that's what this swiping up of the content is and everyone's safe and having a good time yeah that's great where i get concerned mm -hmm. is when it be kind of when a lot of the stuff becomes kind of unregulated because that was yeah. that was like when they uh why they took personal ads off of Craigslist, and I get that because they wanted it to be safer. Right. But it also kind of put more people in jeopardy in a way. And I, I just like it's for me. I would much rather have it every like like sex work be legal. They can unionize. Yeah. They can actually be safe about it and have access to medical care, access to all this sorts of stuff that you and be less stigmatized. There shouldn't be a stigma. Right. If somebody wants to, and this is regardless of whether or not you do sex work or not, if you want to go and have as much sex as you possibly can, do so. As long as you're being safe, as long as you're getting tested, as long as you know you're not lying to people about yeah. anything, sex should not be criminalized. It should not be stigmatized. It should not be anyone's business outside of the person that's doing it or the people that are doing it. Yeah, exa exactly. So as much as I don't get these these, these yeah. Instagram influencing things, it's like if that's how you make your money and as long as you know, you're being safe and everyone's being safe, yeah. I say more power to you. I don't get it. I'm never going to have an exclusive page. My exclusive right. page is my musician page. Which follow me at Grow Music. It's the most boring fucking shit. It's mostly just like headshots from me from five years ago, being like, "Hope you had a good weekend." <laughs> I wish I was more interesting. I hey, wish I was my, I keep trying to stay above five hundred because I feel like that means something to me. Five hundred <laughs> followers. It doesn't. I'm not getting anything from anybody. But I feel like I have like, like. Andrew's partner has like 1,200 people, 1,200 followers on Instagram. Do you know why? No. This is the darker side of Instagram. Uh-oh. It's because she's an Asian female. And it's because of like the algorithm or something yep. like that? And it's, the, it is a really, it's a really disgusting disparity, 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 but 
there is there they did a they did a study where like mm. like Asian women have more followers than anybody. Wow. Per, like, per per Instagram account than any other stuff because of because it's so fetishized across many many cultures. That's so interesting. But I would never tell that to her face, and she won't listen to this podcast. <laughs> 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 but it makes me think about like, well, what does that mean for black women and Latinx women and all of those right? things? You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, and that's interesting. And you, what's, you not know, surprising though. No, but yeah, interesting. And do you want even more upsetting? My my personal like musician account, which you know I've used to get sponsorships, and which you know I I sure. really actually enjoy a lot of the interactions I have on there. I've had it for like two years less than my food Instagram, mm-hmm. which I have with my partner, and I have like a hundred more followers on my musician one than I'm on my food one. And I think my food one's way better. Yeah. And I'm so disappointed. I'm like, but look at all this good food I'm yeah. eating. Oh, it's it's such a it's such a weird game, and yeah, I feel like. I feel like our minds can wrap our heads around it, but we still don't get it, you know? No, sure, absolutely. And we're not railing against it, like, standing in the, in the square screaming, you young kids! I mean, but also that. Oh, God. Remember when, tw- remember when Twitter was just Twitter? Tell I, me more about that. I, rem- I remember a time when Twitter was just a bunch of goofy statuses. And oh, you could, yeah. You could follow your favorite comedians. 120 characters. 120 characters, and everything was just kind of nice-nice. I mean, I never had any deals with trolls. Yeah. But the other week, I actually dealt with a troll. I don't know if I, if I told you about this. You did this. not, no. Okay, because I definitely told a few people about this, but I there was, a, there was an article that NBC had posted being like, Oh, uh, young women now aren't having enough kids to replace them. And I wrote back, I was like, why do you write this shit? Like, yeah, our economy isn't doing well. You fuck everybody over constantly. Like, there's no, there's no, like, no one, there's no, there's, there's no reason for us to have more than one kid a lot of times. And then some guy from, like, North Carolina was like, let me guess, you got a liberal arts degree that can't get you a good job, so that's why you ain't having kids. Just calls it like I sees it. And then I... I, I, I really hope they sound like that. I, I'm imagining that. And then I, I wrote back, because I, I, I shouldn't have engaged, but I was like, I was like, sir, you're wrong. You don't know me. Because I was also speaking for everybody else. By yeah. Speaking about me, but I was like, sir, I was like, sir, you're wrong. You don't know about me. Bad troll. And he goes... Yeah, I guess I'm right though. And I was like, I guess I'm right. Though. And I literally just said, Oh, I I literally said to him, I said, Well, I guess I guess with your multi-billion-dollar job, you have time to comment on NBC stuff by Felicia and blocked him because I'm just like, I don't have time for mm-hmm. this shit. But I remember you when know there Felicia, wasn't... the the patron saint of goodbyes, the patron saint of goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I remember Twitter didn't have trolls. Yeah. I remember when that wasn't. I mean, I remember predators on on MySpace, like predatory. Oh, I remember the top eight on MySpace Ooh. and uh, the drama when you were not on somebody's top eight. That MySpace taught us the drama, the social hierarchy. They they taught us. Tom ruined us. Tom did ruin Tom us. Tom from MySpace and then he walked us. away with all those hundreds of million dollars, never to be seen again. Yeah, who? T- 
doesn't need to. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> he walked out at a good time. Yeah, he did. He he was like, Microsoft, you want to buy this? Okay. Yeah. This is now a place for like pedophiles and and all oh, white my people. God. Goodbye. There's a people still use chat rooms. What? People still use chat rooms. Wait. Yes. No. no absolutely. Like, and it's just one of those. Because even you think about Craigslist. Craigslist is a product of the 90s that at its base level, it's literally jo- like it, it, it's like a very less demonic version of 4chan at the end of the day. Yes. I will say it was that I did, first time I had Coke, I met someone off of Craigslist. It was a Craigslist hookup. It was a really bad idea. Like cocaine? Yeah. And <laughs> cocaine accessories? Cocaine and cocaine accessories. Yeah, first time. Shout I, out to first, King of the Hill. First time, first time I did uh, blow was was off a of Craigslist personal app because I was feeling real low and I was like, let's just see what this is. You know what? I have never done any of that. Never tried cocaine, heroin, oh, any of that stuff. Oh, 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 you mean drugs? I was like, I was like promiscuuous sex. Oh, like, no, well, not, let's not, not get into that. Gonna, not that I have <laughs> judgments about you. I no, yeah, do. yeah. But uh, actually, you know. But it just never called. Not to say that you know you're a terrible person for doing it or anything. No, I think no, no. do it if you want to do it, right? No, as no, long no. as you're, if you know, safe is a relative term when you get into sure. that category. But it just for me, it just never called my attention. We never called to my attention either. I was just you know. Oh, okay. I was just never that person that was like, or in the the gay community, they sure. use. Well, I was going to say poppers, but you know, polymeth too. Well, yeah, Crystal meth, meth yeah. is a huge party drug in the gay scene. Yeah, not in my gay scene. No, not in your gay yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know people that were like... For the circuit mo- boys, yeah. Yeah, the party monster people. I yeah. know the party monster people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it was like... Because a lot of people do poppers because... It, um, do you know what poppers are? Explain for our listeners. Okay, for listeners, if you have never heard of... And this is a, this is a long cast, uh, but... For her, for the for those of you that don't know what pop poppers are, they are essentially uh, nail polish, nail polish remover, and um, you can buy it over at over here. You could buy it at Bodega. Yeah. And they weren't really a thing when I was in undergrad or living outside of New York. Yeah. So I don't really know where you would get it outside of a bodega. Maybe a. Uh, CBS. gas station or something like that or I don't know CVS maybe but anyway folks will utilize that during sex because it relaxes your muscles it um, it essentially gets you high and all it takes a few seconds yeah and you sniff it and then you just you know depending on what you're doing you need to be relaxed to do it it does that, yeah. and then if you don't need to do that, it just makes it feel better. This is what people have told me, sure. because I've never done it before. Yeah. And, you know, talking to my gay friends, you know, I remember having a conversation with somebody where they're like, it just feels so much better once you do it with it, that when you stop doing it with it, it's like not the same. And I was like, then why would you, ru-? like, if yeah. you know that it's going to be great only when you use it, yeah, that's when you get into addictive territory. Right. And I'm like, sex with, you know, to toot my own horn, ah. you know, I like the sex that I have without it. Yeah. So why would I need it? You know what I mean? And that's my that's my thing with drugs overall. It's like, life is pretty 
can be pretty entertaining without it. So why yeah. do you need to? And this is again not again not saying that you need or anything like that. No, but no, no. For no. other people, yeah. You know what? For what? You know, it's and actually. Uh, if we are if we are running a little long, I have no problem stopping here. We can go. For I mean, we have to cut part of this out anyway because of that dialogue that we shared in between. So it's probably not as long as it is. Sure, it's probably sure. like four or five minutes longer or sure. shorter than it's showing I can, up. I can cut this out too. This yeah, part. yeah, yeah. But but anyways, yeah. To get to get into not not to get too far deep into this, and I know quite a lot about this because my dad works at a drug rehab sure. clinic, and honestly, a lot of where addiction and the whole like drug thing is just ingrained in your system yeah like for me uh in my entire life i've only done coke four times yeah but it's been spaced out over years like i yeah. did the first time when i was 24 yeah and then i didn't do it again until i was 27 in new orleans with a friend Oh, I guess I'd only did it three times. No, 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 never mind. And then I did it. I did it once with an old, uh, an old neighbor of mine who was just in town. Who was like, want to do key bumps? Yeah. And then I did it last year sometime after a gig because my friend was like, "Do you want to blow?" But it's not like something I'm like, I want to do this because with some people, you 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 do it and it hits your system and it's like, "Yep, this is it. This is what I want to do. That's my yeah. life. I would suck dick for this." For some people, like for me, when booze hits my system, I'm like, ooh, I'm in the pocket. This is good. I could go. I'm in the pocket. I'm in. I'm you are. In you in the these like 1940s? I wouldn't kick her out of bed with her a cracker or whatever that I wouldn't terminal. kick her out of bed for eating crackers. For eating crackers, got it. But for me, for me, my chemical <laughs> makeup is like booze. Yes. Oh my god. Weed, maybe. My chemical romance. I my miss them. Miss them. Remember when they came back out in like the 2000s and we're like, yes, yes, thank you for coming back. Helena, love. Uh, that's my favorite song from them. But when they came out with the Black Parade, oh fuck, that yeah. was a great, you know, oh. that was a great company combination. It's I, amalgam of amalgam, yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like I've been I feel like I've been blessed that whenever I've needed an artist that I've missed the most to come out with something. It come out with it at the time I need it the most. And I know that's me oh just God. trying to push serendipity on my life. Yeah. But I'd rather look at look at it through that lens than be like, oh, that's just a coincidence. I'm much happier to be like, oh, that's right. The Backstreet Boys are, are touring again. And like, boys, like, yeah, like New Kids on the Block are releasing their 30th, you know, album this year. And I'm like, I'm kind of stoked for it. So we have to wrap up, sure. but before we wrap up, I want to ask you of a question. Always. What is an album that you have a strong emotional connection to Ooh. and why? So I would have to say one of my absolute most favorite albums of all time that I could listen to it over and over and over and over and never get bored is, I actually have it on vinyl and CD as well, is Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention mm -hmm. Overnight Sensation. Because that is a title. I that think. is a title. Because I love Frank Zappa. Yeah. I love the weirdness. I love that he is on such a different plane as uh, some as a guitar player and as someone that, that, that wrote everything just so beyond where I could conceive that music. And this was his attempt at a pop album or at least a commercially successful album because he has a lot of stuff that's really weird. And every single one of those songs on that album is straight fucking fire, at least for a really huge music yeah. nerd like me. And I remember when my dad showed me that album and he bought me the album for Christmas. And it was a huge connection between me and my dad because 
I had a very contentious childhood up until I was about 13, 14 when mm -hmm. I was really like, I want to do music. And my dad wanted to be a musician. And he loved the fact that I'm a musician now. And, and we really bond over Frank Zappa. Yeah. And that album is just, it's just me, my dad, and Frank Zappa. Yeah. And it just means so much. And it's just such a... It has a song called The Slime, right. and it's about the TV being bad for you, sure. and it is the grooviest fucking song. The grooviest. And there's a song called fucking, ugh, it's called Dirty Love. Mm -hmm. Give me your dirty love. Oh, yeah. that song is the fucking best. And it's just like, it's, every song on that album just means so much, because it's so much of my sure. dad and I driving to Pittsburgh from Syracuse, just putting on cassette tapes of Frank Zappa and listening to weird, funny yeah. music, so... Yeah, that's that's my answer. Mm -hmm. What's what about you, Dan? It's so typical. I feel I feel like it's so typical gay <laughs> because it is absolutely <laughs> the fame fame monster from Lady Gaga. But also, that is a fire fucking album. It like it is. It's such a good album. It is, and it came out as I was being dumped by my first boyfriend. Oh my. God. God. And so I was, you know, speechless was on repeat. Monster was on repeat. Oh, Bad yeah. Romance was on repeat. Which, like fire. Paparazzi. Fire. 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 Poker face. Fire. fire. Oh. It, I will. That first relationship only lasted like three months. But, it's but so... it taught me so much about myself, about the kind of person that I needed to be with, about what I want out of a relationship, all of these things. And that album, I felt like every song was talking to a part of myself that I had not connected with. That is incredible. It really is. It, to the point where my partner knows that if I'm upset, or my partner knows that I'm upset if I'm listening to that <laughs> album. Give granted, there's like a 60% chance that I'm upset and like a 40% chance that I just love the music, so... But then if it came on... If, say, Bad Romance came on at the club, would you turn up or would you oh, be like, oh! I would definitely turn up. <laughs> I would definitely turn up. The issue is if we're at home and like that's the oh, only album yeah. I'm listening to, oh, then they, they, you know, he knows that he either fucked up or somebody... Oh man! Something may changed my yeah. You know my no, I, I got you and my vibe. You know, I wish I'm over, and I'm not. I'm almost never over Lady Gaga because I love everything she does, and she just means so much to me. Just just the the stuff she creates. Right. But I wish she would go back to that album. Listen, I'm about Please. to throw I'm about to throw my whole life out this window right now because I'm 100% there with you. I'm going to move into a little nook in your corner because I'm ready. Oh, please I love that. And here's the thing, can you still be a fan if you no longer enjoy their what they're creating? Yeah, totally. Cuz my thing is every album that she's released since The Fame Monster, yeah. There's usually like one or two songs that I can get behind. But overall, and this really, like, because when Born This Way came out, I was oh, yeah. like, uh, okay, yeah, like this I, is an album. Like, it, this, a, this is an album. Right. Judas is fire. But, but the other ones, you know, Marry the Night, okay, you know, Art Pop comes out and Donatella, fire. Yeah. yeah the yeah. other ones, you know, yeah. Venus is okay, all yeah. of these things. 
it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Like, the, she's gone so far from where she was at that time. And I get it. She was super young at that time. Yeah. She was really going through her emotions. I feel the same way about Adele. Yeah. You know, something oh. like... 21? Yeah. Great. Oh, my God. Great. I would say even when she did Skyfall, I loved yeah. Skyfall. That yeah. was one of the best build-ups in a movie soundtrack right. ever. Like, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, she killed, she, killed, she killed Skyfall. But it's just one of those things where, and like, you know, I'm hoping that someday she'll come back to it. And sure. I still love her. I still love what she stands for. I still love what she does. But at this point, I'm... When a new album from her drops, I'm not excited. Yeah. That's why I am excited to try and get tickets to go see Enigma in Las Ooh. Vegas because she does play a lot of those earlier songs that she doesn't play when she's on tour. That's, yeah. And so I'm That's like, important. yeah. And I that, that her whole persona is the Lady Gaga that I fell in love with. And, and even though she's not that person anymore, I, I wish she was. I wish, I she, wish was. she was. I wish she was. So I actually have a real, I actually have a really good kind of a comparison because yeah. one of my favorite songwriters and piano players and singers of all time to, I will fight anybody. Is Shania Elton Twain. John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Liza Minnelli. Yeah. No, I love Elton John. I love Elton John so much because a, I think he has one of. He, uh, up until recently because he's just old he's had he has one of the best controls of his voice sure hands down his music is beautiful to yep. do it was all um, I literally thought everything he wrote before he came out as gay was incredible do yeah. I still love him after he came out and didn't write as much good stuff yeah because he did fucking Lion King and I yeah but it's also like that what he created when he was young and in the closet because there's just, so much emotion and yes, passion behind a, it. It's from a different place. Yeah. So will I always love Elton John? Even now he sounds like an organ grinder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course, when he sings your song, I still yeah. cry. Even though he sounds like fucking Bob Dylan, I yeah. still cry. I get it. I yeah. understand it. And I, you know, I still love Lady Gaga. I didn't get to see A Star Is Born because, not going to lie, when I saw the previews, I kind of leaned over uh, to my partner and I was like, I bet you I could tell you the entire story of that movie with just seeing the previews. I mean, this because... is also the fourth release of this yeah. movie. It's just, it, this is an archetype. Like, I also, as a musician, I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen here. Right, yeah. Like, I know exactly what's going to fucking happen. Yeah. So I'll watch it on a plane sometime. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh. But. I think it's time for us to wrap up this sure. very long but hopefully enjoyable episode. episode Listen, recording. Our, we're, we're just getting better. We're getting better at our craft. It's actually fun when when I go back and edit. I have to listen to everything. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I edit out stuff. You, you say, get to listen to that's it. That's true. I get to listen to it. And... I, you know, I know it's maybe a little self-serving, but I make I make us laugh. You make us laugh. I laugh. I'm like laugh. laughing out loud in my apartment like yeah. a madman. I'm like, Bleh! <laughs> but uh, we have we have some we have some socials. We do have some socials. You have uh, we have Instagram, mm -hmm. which <laughs> swipe up. You know, <laughs> up we should we should create a fans only and then not have any dirty things on it. And no, so if they pay for it, you know, it but like, it's, us. it feels a lot like patreon without the tears that's what i feel like 
I mean, I, I guess, I guess what we could, I guess it would be funny to be like, oh, get the, get this week's pancake recipe or some this shit like that. That would be just like a troll. Yeah. Just okay. Like, you get pancakes. Yeah. Uh, but that's at, that's at we're underscore over underscore it. Yeah. You can get us, you can always email us with suggestions or if you just love us and want to talk to us at Yahoo. Uh, that's we're, we're over it. At yeah. Yahoo. We're over it at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Patreon. Patreon. Please, please give us, please give us stuff. On please Patreon. give us stuff. Because we have tiers, we can you get a better access to our our drunk dives, to some exclusive episodes that unfortunately had an audio error, but still really good topics, and I thought were some of our best, even though they were like our second and third episodes. Yeah. Uh, you and. If you, the more money you give, the more likely we're going to choose one of your topics. We're also working on, you know, getting some swag, some fun, some fun things for the Patreon people. And that is at patreon.com slash over it. Over it. And don't forget that with the different tiers, you get access to the podcast a week before yep. everybody else does. Yep. So if you want to be laughing with Andrew and I about the tea... About lots of the tea. About lots of the tea. Or if you want to get invites to some of our Patreon-exclusive events, mm-hmm. join. Sign Please. up. And also a thing, as, as I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of them say that, you know, wherever you, wherever you listen to us, try to give us a rating. Please give us five stars if you hate us. Give us five stars, but tell us you hate us yes. in the comments. And then we can fix that. And then we can fix it, because the five right. stars just makes us feel better. So that's, uh, I think that's about it for our stuff. You can find links to our Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's mostly it's mostly me just being like, I'm over. I don't know. Showers, it's not hot. I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty innocuous stuff. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. And we're, we're over, over it. it.